Good morning. This is Tuesday, October 29, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. U.S. disrupts Afghans' attack on militants. Obama may ban spying on heads of allied states. Judge in Texas partly rejects abortion law. In today's national headlines, governor defies GOP defending safety net. Warily, schools watch students on the Internet. And Michigan governor defends Detroit's bankruptcy filing. In today's business headlines, House is seen as a friend of Wall Street. Apple's profit falls despite higher sales of iPhones. And in China, hopes of market reform are tempered by reality. There will be more business stories, more national and world news. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Frank Bruni. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Kabul, U.S. disrupts Afghans' attack on militants. Reported by Matthew Rosenberg. A bungled attempt by the Afghan government to cultivate a shadowy alliance with Islamist militants escalated into the latest flashpoint in the troubled relationship between Afghanistan and the United States, according to new accounts by officials from both countries. The disrupted plan involved Afghan intelligence trying to work with the Pakistan Taliban, allies of al-Qaeda, in order to find a trump card in a Baroque regional power game that's likely to intensify after the American withdrawal next year, the official said. Tipped off to the plan, U.S. Special Forces raided an Afghan convoy that was ushering a senior Pakistani Taliban militant, Latif Massoud, to Kabul for secret talks last month and now have Massoud in custody. Publicly, the Afghan government has described Massoud as an insurgent peace emissary. But according to Afghan officials, the ultimate plan was to take revenge on the Pakistani military. A favored complaint of Afghan officials in how Pakistani military intelligence has sheltered and nurtured the Taliban and supported their insurgency against the Afghan government. Now, not content to be merely the target of a proxy war, the Afghan government decided to recruit some proxies of its own by seeking to aid the Pakistani Taliban in their fight against Pakistan's security forces, according to Afghan officials. From the American standpoint, though, it has exposed a new level of futility in the war effort here. Not only has Washington failed to persuade Pakistan to stop using militants as a strategic tool, a major American foreign policy goal, but its failure also appears to have persuaded Afghanistan to try the same thing. American officials said they were also worried that the Afghan actions would give credibility to Pakistani complaints that enemies based in Afghanistan present them with a threat equivalent to the Afghan insurgency. What were they thinking, said one American official of his Afghan counterparts. In the Afghan telling, the theft of their prized intelligence asset is an egregious example of American bullying, and President Hamid Karzai remains furious about it. Imadul Faizi, a spokesman for Karzai, said that Mesud had been in contact with officials from the National Directorate of Security, Afghanistan's intelligence agency, for a long period of time. Faizi did not elaborate on the nature of the cooperation, but two other Afghan officials, when asked why they were willing to discuss such a potentially provocative plot, said Mesud's detention by the United States had already been exposed. It was first reported by the Washington Post ruining his value as an intelligence asset and sinking their plan. 
As a consolation, the Afghan officials said they now wanted Pakistan to know that Afghanistan could play dirty as well. One said they would try again if given the opportunity.